I'm Bob Sullivan, the new host of AARP's The Perfect Scam Podcast. And with Frank Abagnale and other top fraud experts, we're bringing you brand new episodes of America's most shocking scam stories. I got an email alerting me to 22 accounts that had been opened up in my name. Scam was masterfully designed. New episodes available now. Subscribe to The Perfect Scam Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You know, as different as everything seems this holiday season, one thing still holds true year after year. Everybody loves holiday scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. And with tickets available from $1 to $20, they're the perfect gift for anyone on your list 18 years or older. So, stay safe this year and play it safe with your gift-giving. Give scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Hey, do you remember last week when we interviewed someone who was on Vanderpump Rules? Yeah, do you remember I like died of actual starstruckness? Yeah, that's a new word, starstruckness. <laughs> Look it up, it's in the dictionary. Cue the music. Hi everyone, I'm Alexa. And I'm Taylor, and we are Uncorked and Unfiltered, brought to you by the Washed Up Network, sponsored by Bradbright. And we appreciate all your support on our social medias. We would like, if you do not follow us on social media, to still follow us. Our Instagram is uncorked underscore unfiltered. Our Twitter is uncorked underscore podcast. And please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts if you just have, like, a quick second. Like, it would take as fast as it is to open a bottle of wine. Literally, you could review us while you open the bottle of wine. That would, and say that in the review, because we would like that. Yeah, and tell us what kind of wine you're drinking, because we would also like that. And now a word from our sponsors. Okay, everyone, we have a super exciting product we're dying to tell you about. It's a teeth whitening kit called Bride Bright. Bride Bright was started by a Corona bride after she postponed her May wedding. While disheartened at first about the delay of her wedding, she decided to make lemons out of lemonade and find a project for her and her fiance. While preparing for her wedding, she found a great workout, great hair, and diet programs for brides getting ready for the big day, but she had trouble discovering the perfect teeth whitening program for the pictures of a lifetime. Since her fiancé is an Ivy League dentist, they decide to take matters into their own hands to find an easy solution for teeth whitening. So now, instead of I do, they launched Bridebrite, a new teeth whitening kit for weddings or special occasions or just getting those coffee or wine stains away so you're presentable over Zoom. Bridebrite provides you with a premium all-in-one teeth whitening experience in just 10 minutes a day and where you'll see results in just 10 days. It's a portable mouthpiece, so make it a part of your morning routine or do it before bed during your nightly scroll of Instagram or when you're listening to our podcast. Bridebrite's wedding whitening teeth kit includes a mouthpiece with dual red-blue light technology to speed the whitening process while maintaining gum health and reducing sensitivity. The whitening formula is designed personally by their co-founder dentist. The pens are brush-on, which makes them applying as easy as putting on makeup. Use our promo code CORK, C-O-R-K, for 25% off and free shipping. We have been loving our results so far, so check out BrideBright.co. That's B-R-I-D-E-B-R-I-T-E dot C-O to get your kit today. Hello, daddy gang, or should I say 
Sophia, Sophia Army with an F gang. I don't know. Like, what's her thing going to be? She should call them like her fuckers or like her little fucks. Oh, she should. That's a get good it because it's with an F. I get it. No, I do get it, guys. Clearly, yeah. we cannot wait to discuss um, Sophia with an F um, and oh her podcast God. that dropped. Um, we listened to it today and we texted a little bit about it and we like stopped ourselves and we're like, let's wait for the podcast. Um, but if we talk too fast for you real quick, we're so excited. Um, the infamous caller daddy co-host of Alex Cooper started her own podcast called Sophia with an F and the first episode dropped this morning and we have the tea for you. Yeah. Um, it was pretty epic. Yeah. She covered a lot. She did not make it clear what her future episodes will be about. So I guess that's one of those things that we're going to have to listen to. But she went in yeah. on Alex and she didn't really name names, but like everybody knew she was talking about Barstool for the first, like, I would say 30 minutes out of the 38 minute podcast. Yeah, she went in. But rightfully so. I mean, Alex did an entire freaking episode about it. She pretty much like smeared Sophia's name, like banished her from the podcast world. I pretty much felt and we got to hear <laughs> Alex's side and it I don't know. Listen back to our caller daddy episode when we discuss that. T, you and I were team Alex. We were team team we founding father. Mhm. Now I we, don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I here's my thing. This is the epitome of there are two sides to every story and then there's the truth. Because somewhere in the middle of what Alex was saying and what Sophia was saying is what actually happened and what is the actual reality. I don't know. I think so Sophia was making points saying that Alex and Barstool made created this whole smear camp- campaign of how Sophia is ungrateful and she does nothing for the show and she's replaceable and blah 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 blah. And Sophia kind of came back and said look at like I brought all my own jokes to the show. I and I think I deserved to be financially compensated for creating one of the most like listened to podcasts in our time right now over the right. last two years. And she was like, if I was a man, I would have had no one would have even thought twice. Everyone would have paid me my due. But like because I'm a woman and I'm demanding more money, people had like a serious problem with that. And I was like, whoa. I because yeah. I didn't even think of it that way. Because in my head I'm like, okay, they're about to get $500,000. Step away. Like, be thankful for that. But then now I'm thinking about it more and I'm like, wow. So, like, she makes more money. Like, they get have more of a following than that, that they could be making more money than that. And Alex is sitting there saying, just take it. And Sophia's like, no, I want what I'm due. And she thinks they're due more than that. That was crazy to me. Yeah, that woke me up. And I actually am, like, annoyed at myself for not even, like, like Alex is obviously very good at like persuading her listeners because you know she yeah. said it and we all were like yeah yeah and yeah now that we listen to it it's like Barstool number one is like a male run company it's very clear mm-hmm. like their president Dave Portney is a fucking douchebag and mm-hmm. it's so true like 
yeah, they definitely were worth more than 500K, 100%. Like, are you kidding me? They're, the, like you said, the most, like, famous co-host that Barstool has. And yeah. so, yeah, Sophia wanted to fight for her worth and might have, controversial opinion, maybe Suitman was supportive boyfriend and was a business person, so was helping her see, like, you can get more. You were worth yeah. more than this. And, you know, Alex maybe just didn't care about getting more. Like, maybe she was getting money elsewhere. I mean, wasn't she secretly making more than Sophia anyway? Something like that, yeah. It really did open me up. Completely agree now. I think it's really messed up that people are calling her greedy for wanting more money. Because, fuck that. They did deserve more money. And Alex got more money. Because, all thanks to Sophia, Alex now has more money with Barstool. Because Sophia kicked and screamed. Alex would have yeah. taken the 500K. Yeah. And you also have to think, too, this whole thing made Call Her Daddy more famous. So now Alex is still profiting off of Sophia, even though Sophia's not even on the show anymore. I, yeah. I never listened before any of this happened. And then it all happened. And I was like, huh, I'm going to give it a listen. Do I listen to every episode? No. But like when Miley Cyrus came on or like big things like like she would never have been able to interview Miley Cyrus if there wasn't this whole huge awakening of like her show, I feel. Yeah. Yeah. And I, yeah, I just look, I feel bad for Sophia. I felt a little bad for her before because it just felt like she was in like such a weak position. But now Mm -hmm. even hearing her have to like say her side, I'm like, Alex ended on top and like Alex, like really smeared this girl's name. Like, and to hear Sophia say like, Alex said I didn't do anything because, you know, Alex edited the podcast. And, like, look, not taking down editing. I know it's time-consuming. I know that it does take some work. And I know that she said she was very meticulous with her editing. Mm -hmm. Number one, girl, that's your choice. Number one. You also seem to very much enjoy editing because I'm like that too. If you, She's a perfectionist. She likes to do it. So I just think it's a little unfair that – she was putting Sophia down for not editing. When I feel like if Sophia even said, let me edit, Alex would be like, no, I'm doing it. Cause I, yeah. you know, so now mm-hmm. looking back, I'm kind of like, that was really bitchy of Alex. to so like put Sophia down when it like Alex knowingly was doing this responsibility because she knew she was the best person for it. And I yeah. just feel like at the end of the day, now looking back, Alex is a bully. I would agree wholeheartedly. And I think a lot of it too, they tried to, um, they wanted, I think Barstool was nervous that Call Her Daddy probably wouldn't be able to succeed with one person. So they tried to make it look like Sophia was this horrible person and they had to get rid of her for the show to succeed. When the reality was, is that like she, according to her, she brought all the jokes and Alex had a ghostwriter. So. Yeah, I mean, could I believe there's a ghostwriter? A hundred percent. Because when you get that yeah. popular, you sometimes need some of that help just to keep the momentum going. And I'm not even going to knock that. Mm-hmm. Honestly, everyone is freaking all the number one rappers have ghostwriters. So I'm not even going right. to knock that. But I mean, look, Alex still though, her personality is infectious. So even if she had some people help with like stories and helping her narrate that stuff and come up with those like funny one-liners, it still is her. Like the Miley Cyrus interview 
was done all over interview. Like it was filmed live. Like there's no way they could have cut that much stuff where like Alex was like looking at a piece of paper or a script. So like Alex is still a talented girl. Right. So I'm not, but like yeah. it does go to show when Sophia set her side, like Alex is acting like she's some like all high and mighty, like amazing, you know, producer and amazing host. And like at the end of the day, she needs some help too. And I'm like, damn, that's true. She's making herself look like yeah. she's the 80% of it. And Sophia was the 20%. And clearly Alex needed some help on the side. Yeah. I don't know. I'm very curious to see. Cause I was even then sometimes I'll just do this and I'll randomly read people's comments. Like on Instagram, mm-hmm. people were commenting on Sophia's like posts where she posted that the, um, she started this podcast on Instagram and people still were like, why are you even around? Who cares? Like no one likes you, blah, blah. And I'm kind of just like, I feel like, I feel like the world's been so poisoned against her. It's just not fair. Yeah. And she even said, she's like, I'm not going to talk about this anymore. Like you guys can keep saying whatever you want to say about me, but like now I've said my piece and like, I'm very curious to see if Alex will clap back with something. I know I was talking to my roommate today and he was like, Alex is going to say something back. Like she's not, there's just going to be back and forth. Maybe if the only thing I could see her maybe mentioning it on our podcast, she's not going to post something on Instagram or anything. But at the same mm-hmm. time, if I were Alex, I wouldn't. Me I either. feel like girl, let it go. You know, like your new podcast yeah. is now very successful. You're thriving. You interviewed freaking Miley Cyrus. You're doing fine. Yeah. Sophia deserved to speak her truth just like you did. It's a free country. Mm-hmm. It's going to look petty and pathetic if they start going back and forth. Like, move on. Yeah. I also was surprised to hear that. I think Sophia's like 28. Yeah, she's older. I don't than know why. Alex. I assumed they were the same age. Yeah. But I wonder if that kind of played into some of it too. Like, I mean, it's not a huge age difference or maturity-wise, I guess. But if you're 25, single in New York City versus, like, 28, kind of dating someone in New York City, I feel like it's just you're at different maturity levels, maybe. I don't know. No, that is honestly a really good point. Like, maybe Sophia started growing up a little bit and started really Mm -hmm. thinking about her future. And maybe she was like, okay, Color Daddy isn't going to be around for, like, 50 years. Like, I need to start racking in some money so that I can, like, set a future for myself. And Alex was just like, yeah, like I'm having so much fun. Don't be a greedy bitch. And Sophia was like, no, you're being an idiot. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Well, on to Sloot Media, which is what's the network that's running the podcast. Never heard of it before. Never. I think it was created for her. Do we think it's Suit Man? It's my own opinion. I do. I really, truly do. So we think because like dating. what are the odds? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. But she's in Utah now. I think. Mm-hmm. Like I'm she pretty is. sure she moved home. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if they're like living together out there. I wonder if they're doing long distance. I know. I have I so know. many questions. I mean, honestly, with COVID, a lot of people just like said peace to the city, and they're like, kind of like True. I'll come back when it's like really back to normal. And when you have a lot of money, you can easily do that as well. So maybe mm-hmm. they like got a nice place out there and are renting it until like, yeah. things fully calm down. Maybe she'll just never come back. Maybe she'll move to LA. 
You do, you mean you can do a podcast from like virtually anywhere? You could do it from Alaska. So right. wherever she wants to be. Yeah, the world is her oyster. I, I don't think I would come back to the city. And be like, if she knows Alex is there. Yeah, I don't know. I I just feel like so much happened. And I don't know if I would want to mentally put myself back into that place. Not because I'd be like, wouldn't want to face it. It's more, it would more just be my own mental health. I don't know if and I would want to hop back into. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's like, true. And you got to also think once COVID completely clears up and there starts being events again and different stuff, like you think she really wants to like run into her? Like, no, no I wouldn't. I would want to be on the opposite coast, I like you said. Yeah. Like Plus, like, the weather's better in LA. Yeah, maybe she'll uh, – I mean, Utah gets cold, though. I don't know how she's gonna, what she's going to do there. Not my problem. <laughs> I don't know if I'm really going to listen to her podcast. I don't thought I listened to Alex's that much. Um, I sometimes listen to hers. It's just not the same right. when it's one of them. The chemistry is, like, not there as much. Like, obviously, when Alex is a guest, it sounds good. But even when it's just Alex, it's awkward, you know? Yeah. I mean, you can only talk to yourself for so long, I feel, you know? It's hard. Yeah. I got to give it. I got to give it to them. And, like, it's easier when, like, Sophia was telling a story and Alex was. As soon as you just have to start talking about, like, random shit, that's when it's hard. It's like you're literally talking to yourself. Yeah. Whose team are you on at the end of the day? Like, what side are you on? I think I'm Switzerland. I think I am, too. I think they both fucked up. Um, I think Alex was being stupid, naive, and a bully. And Mm -hmm. I think Sophia clearly was being a little shady. And once Alex wasn't on her side, stopped filling her in on stuff she was planning on doing. And that's not being – you guys are best friends. You need to communicate and talk it out. Yeah. So I think they both fucked up. Yeah. I agree. I want them both to, to succeed, like, truly. Like, I hope, you know, I don't think Sophia's podcast is going to do that good. Like, sure, it'll do well. I'm sure she'll be able to do it successfully, but it's not going to yeah. be call her daddy. No. I mean, even after, like, she was done talking about everything, I, like, st- I just had it still playing, but I wasn't listening. I had texted you, and I was like, I'm, I'm done. She just started talking after she talked about cyberbullying, and then she was like, so, guys, like, DM me, like, what you want me to talk about. I was like, I, I turned it off. <laughs> yeah. It's just – it was like she was talking about something, some childhood story, and I was like, I don't care about this at all. Yeah. I was like, I'm yeah. not – I'm done now. I just wanted to yeah. give you the tea, and you gave it, and thank you. Yeah. So I feel like that does suck because Alex kind of got – the like long-term better end of the deal almost because she still has the call her daddy podcast and now Sophia completely has to start over which really sucks but yeah she'll figure it out yeah if she she truly thinks she was the talent of call her daddy she'll figure it out exactly it's like oh now you said that girl so prove it yeah let's see let's see what you got well, that is the call her daddy tea we have for you guys. Um, I guess stay tuned to see if Alex says anything about it, but I don't know. I'm hoping she's smart know. and just lets it fucking chill. I'm like hoping she's smart, but I also give me round two. I'm fucking ready. Like, I know. It was like Christmas morning. I like saw it and I was like, ah! and I was like, oh my God, oh my God. <laughs> 
It's so good. I know. I literally listen to it right away. I'm like brushing my teeth and I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe this happened. Like toothpaste is dripping out of my mouth. My mom's like, are you okay? And there's like, call her daddy. It's just hitting the fan right now. She's you like, don't, I don't understand. It's like, it's fine. You should not listen to this podcast, mom, anyway. <laughs> oh, yeah, mom. Please, God, never listen to that podcast. Um, whew. Well, something a little bit more PG, I guess. Um, so did you ever watch Selling Sunset? Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I mean, I didn't watch it straight through, but I watched enough to, I feel like, be in the know of it. Okay. So Davina is leaving the Oppenheim group, which is, like, a big deal. Is she the villain? Like, no. Technically, Christine, I think, was more of the villain, but she was kind of, like, behind the scenes mean girl. Like, you wouldn't expect it from her, but then she would do something mean, and you were like, ah, that kind of makes sense. I could see that coming. But so she left the Oppenheim group and joined... Um, at the rival company, the Douglas Aylman in Beverly Hills. Okay. Um, so she's going to be working for them in the new development division, which I think is, like, more what she wanted to do anyway. Um, I think she left because at the end of the last season, she was trying to sell this, like, $75 million home, which is just actual insanity that a house like that exists. But she was trying to sell it, and she could not get it sold. And one of the twins in the Oppenheim group, I can't remember if it was Brett or Jason, said, you have three months to sell this house. If you can't get it sold, you need to dump the listing and move on from it. And, like, three months came up, and she couldn't sell it because who could sell a $75 million home in three months? And he was like, you need to dump it. And she said no. And I think that is a big reason why she left personally, because they wouldn't really let her do her own thing. And I think she was just getting frustrated with that. I don't know. That's like my theory on it. Allegedly, though, Brett left the group as well. Ooh. Um, I don't know how true that is, though, because they're twins. And like they're both in like they started the group together. So I don't know. If he would randomly leave, I right. think that's strange. Might be a rumor. Yeah. I think one of the castmates said it was a rumor, but another one, Christine said that he left, but then Chriselle said he was still there. So it's like, who do we believe? Right. I don't know. It's very well, strange. It seems like the next season is going to be super juicy. Oh my God. I'm so excited. Apparently though, Jason said, which is another one of the twins, which is the other twin, Brett, Jason. Mm -hmm. Um, he supports Davina's decision to leave the group and that there's no bad blood. So I guess that's good because they work in the same industry and they are going to see each other all the time and have to do deals with each other. And I'm not really surprised that Davina left. I don't know. Do we just, think this was just kind of a good storyline for the show? Could be, which I'm very hopeful for because they haven't announced a season three yet, I don't think. That's what I'm thinking, too. Like, they need to keep things interesting and, like, keep adding, like, new stuff to it. So, like, it makes sense to, like, have one of them leave and then there's, like, maybe... Yeah, tension. Apparently, Chrissy Teigen said that she, like, knows people in the real estate industry in, like, the L.A. area, though, and they none of them had ever heard of these girls, which I find interesting Dead. as well. But... That's really mm -hmm. funny. Okay, wait. Yes, you are correct. Netflix has yet to officially renew Selling Sunset for season four. Um, there's been... She, 
Chriselle sparked speculation that the series was coming back when she posted that boom, boomerang and she was like celebrating good news we couldn't tell you about. But I right. don't think that's that because they don't wait that long to announce when there's a renew. It's not that juicy of information that they hold on to that for two freaking months. Right. So it must be I know. Else. I don't know. It's very strange that they haven't renewed it, I feel. But I wonder if it's corona related. Could be. I don't know. Could be. Like they're just waiting to see – what sometimes, the market does, yeah. maybe? I don't know. Behind the scenes, sometimes things get held up in production and, like, for no apparent reason. It's just – who knows? Yeah. I don't know. I'm I would sure be, be very back. curious to say, yeah, how it plays out and stuff. Me as well. Okay. So, Mindy Kelling, who – you know her from um, The Office and The Mindy Project. Um, well, she just – announced that she had a, her second baby and no one knew that she was pregnant like at all she literally was one on like i think jimmy kimmel and he was like you have news right and she was like i do i have another child <laughs> and it was like oh. <laughs> uh cool she had a baby girl that i think is like two or three and now she's a baby boy and i love her because she has like no partner she's like independently raising them no one knows who the father is or if it's just a, like a donor um, the only interesting rumor that there is, is, okay, so you know BJ Novak, who played Ryan in The Office. Mm-hmm. Do you know that mm-hmm. they're, like, best friends in real life? Like, straight up? Yeah. Like, he's the godfather to her first daughter. Aww. And she said, like, he comes over once that. a week and hangs out with her and, like, her daughter. And sometimes even when Mindy's not around, like, he'll make sure to always visit her. Like, they have, like, he's a very close bond with his, like, goddaughter. But people have always speculated because Mindy and BJ actually dated a while ago. And then they, Mm -hmm. like, broke up. But people always wonder, like, deep down, like, is he the father? And they just, like, keep it super, like, private. But then I guess she wouldn't make him godfather if he was the father. Unless she's just lying to everyone. But their friendship is super, super cute. Aww. I love that. Yeah. Um, and then just some more weird baby news. Catherine McPhee um, is expecting her first child with David Foster, who has like eight children already. I can't. I can't. <laughs> so Catherine McPhee is 36. David Foster is 70. Um, she's his fifth wife. What's creepy is his oldest child is 50 and she's only 36. Like that's weird. That's weird. This like, whole thing is weird. It's weird. What I don't understand is what's wrong with Catherine. Like, right. Maybe she'll be the last wife because he's like at the end of his life. And so like, he'll like <laughs> just get like tired at this point. Like, he's just like, I mean, but you know what I mean? Like, is yeah. she girl? Are you dumb? Like, are, you, are okay? you dumb? Like, so what you had some like musical connection with this musical genius. Like he's a serial cheater. He, yeah from woman to woman as soon as he's bored with them like yolanda was like obsessed with him and like look what happened there i know i know and i I know it's you know it's bad too when your um oldest child is 20 years older than your wife like that's, that's a problem. Gross. That's gross. Your oldest child was able to like go to the bar and drink and your wife was not even born. That's gross. Think about it. It's gross. It's literally like it's 
it really is what's wrong with Catherine. Like someone should really check her out because something she's got some daddy issues or some shit. Like, that's not normal. Like she has her whole life ahead of her, and now she's gonna waste like how many years until like he either finds someone else or dies, which could be soon. Like, I mean, like this, okay. So this person's this person. This child is going to be born when David is four, seventy-one. What do you have? Right. Twenty years, if you're lucky. If you're Max. lucky, twenty years. Yeah. And this isn't like you know our dads were so like fit and like doing everything. Like he's not gonna be like running around with his toddler. No. Like, no. No. You think he's going to be waking up in the middle of the night to change a diaper? Homeboy is 70. No. <laughs> he goes he's to not going eight. to. Okay. Like, no. No. He's probably not. I mean, if he makes it 20 years, he will barely get to see the kid graduate college. I know. Because when uh, yeah, 22 just, when you graduate? Yeah, you're 20, 22. Yeah. Could you imagine, could you imagine being like 10 years old and being like, oh yeah, that's my dad over there and like pointing to him and it looks like your grandpa with your like mother. And it's like, no, that's my mom and my dad. One of their siblings is going to be 50 years older than them. That could be your dad. Your grandpa almost. (laughs) Like it is mind boggling, but we do really got to focus on Catherine. What's going on? Right. Blink twice. I, What's happening there? Because why did you have a baby with him? Now you're now you're with him. I know. I mean, like, I get... Okay, I, I don't get it. But, like, if you want to be married to him, do your thing. Live your yeah, life. Whatever. Live his short life out. Whatever. You think you're going to be but special like, and different? Go for it. Go for it. Travel the world with him. Make music with him. Live your fucking life. Yeah. But, like, don't bring an innocent baby into the mix that like is going to lose a father at like 20 that's that sucks yeah you know it just it really just goes to show that she like must definitely believe that she's like different and like truly is the one for him otherwise you wouldn't bring a child that like you know because obviously when you have a baby you are imagining that your partner is going to be there for the entire time that your baby's growing up Mm -hmm. growing up Mm -hmm. so she must really think that like, girl, he had, like... I don't know what she thinks. I don't, I don't know, know what she thinks. I'm so baffled. I'm so baffled by it, but... Do you think it was, like, an accident, maybe? Or you think she wanted a kid? When I read the articles, it says she's been wanting... She's been wanting to have a kid with him. Like, she's oh. always wanted a family. It is something that she's been very vocal about. So, obviously, the person that she chooses to marry is going to be the person she wants to have the family with. And I loved how I read one article and they were like, Catherine, David Foster and Catherine Foster are expecting their first child together. I'm like, I'm going to hope that's their last. Right. Right. I was just going to say, are they planning on more? Cause she wants a family. Like, what are we thinking here? Cause we're, is this, you know, is, is this- father time is that ra- ra- <laughs> rapidly approaching. Do you not see the grim reaper in the corner? <laughs> um, is this her first marriage? Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. I have. Okay. <laughs> wow. Okay. I need a documentary. Oh my God. Someone get in touch with TLC because they would love this shit. There's uh. literally a show called Cougars or something. Keeping <gasps> up with the Fosters. <laughs> I'm going to write a letter. We're going to need to write a letter. I mean, I just, I need, I mean, 
I need to know. Like, they met when he was her mentor on American Idol in, like, 2004. And this is when Catherine, like, wasn't the cutest. A little chunky. Her fashion was 2004. So, tragic. Bad. Um, But this was around the time he was married to Yolanda. And then I guess, like, they, like, always saw each other at, like, events and stuff. And then, like, there were rumors of them, like, being, like, something around, like, 2017 or something. And then they came public in, like, December 2018. Interesting. Wow. That is just so I don't know. I don't I know. like it. I could go on about this like forever, so I'm just gonna like cut myself off. But okay. you have some Bravo news, right? Yeah, I guess speaking of weddings, Stasi and Bo secretly tied the knot last month, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Um there was speculation what? Oh, I was gonna say you saw that coming, right? Like it when they posted it, it had happened before. Like pre- yeah. it didn't happen the day they posted it. It did not happen the day they posted it. So there was like a month ago or so, um, she was seen seen she was seen leaving um, Katie's house, and she was dressed in all white, and everyone else was kind of dressed up, and so people were kind of commenting like, D- "Are they getting married today?" Blah blah blah, and it came out that they in fact did get married. Mm. Good for them. I mean, she's yeah. about to pop, not about to pop, but she's getting there, right? She's very pregnant. I think she's due in like January or something. Yeah. Like very pregnant. Very soon. So, but I also think too, so what I'm kind of confused about is she said that the wedding date was the date in October that they were supposed to get married in Rome, but the ceremony happened in September. So I wonder if they just sign the marriage license and like sent it off for the October date. Right. Maybe. I don't get it. Point. I don't get it either. We have questions. We need answers. Thank you. I'm going to write a letter. Another one. (laughs) Add it to the list of letters. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Oh man. Okay. So did you hear about this like drama that happened with Morgan Wallen on SNL? Like kind of, but not really. So for those who don't know, he's the country singer that, those whiskey glasses love that song obsessed with that song but he was supposed to perform on snl last saturday and like videos and pictures kind of surfaced of him being at a party i don't know if he was hosting it or not so i'm i'm not gonna like say if it was or wasn't because i'm not 100 positive nor do i think anyone is but he was either at a party, he was at with people, and it was definitely mm-hmm. like a rager, and no one was wearing masks, no one was doing like COVID protocol. And like, yeah, down there, like legally he wasn't breaking the law, but like COVID's still around, you know, we gotta be smart about this so that it like fully gets out. And so yeah, everyone always kind of like looks at you if you um are acting like the virus is gone or whatever. So I guess this kind of like spread all over social media. SNL found out about it soon enough. He was kicked off the show and the um, producer of SNL just kind of said like, we don't agree with the way he um, has been holding himself. um, And so we are having someone else come on instead of him basically. Yeah. Um, you know, SNL does what they got to do. Everyone's scared nowadays to get freaking canceled. So as literally, soon as, see, you know, as soon as they see something that they feel like could cause an outrage, they take the easy route, which whatever. I get it. Everyone's scaredy cats. But Morgan's <laughs> not doing well. 
I mean, who could blame him? He, he like, like, you saw that Instagram video he posted? I watched a little bit of it, but I didn't see the whole thing. Yeah, he's just, like, basically saying, like, I'm stepping back from my career. I'm stepping back from music. I'm just, like, not in a good place. And I'm like, is this stemming from this, dude? Because it's, like, not that big of a deal. Like, I understand yeah. you were – but, like, keep going with your career. You'll be back. You know, they'll bring you back. Like, yeah. once you're – you know, like – Yeah. Like, there have been other scandalous people on SNL besides you, dude. Yeah. You're not the first and you won't be the last. I know. I wonder if there's, like, something else going on there and he's just having, like, a really rough – time i mean i feel like probably most musicians this year are like they haven't been touring they haven't done anything Mm -hmm. you know that that's their livelihood and they've just been sitting home basically doing nothing or like virtual concerts so he probably is in a bit of a dark place and was probably super excited for this show and in his eyes by being at that party or hosting that party he wasn't doing anything wrong because down there that's what people are doing like indoor dining no one's wearing masks no one fucking cares down there so in his mind he wasn't seeing it as how we are up here where it's you wear a mask walking down the sidewalk he was just like i'm literally just living my life down here and he probably was so amped to be on snl like that's a huge deal and i don't think he's that big he's not his like biggest peak that he'll have yeah he's not Kenny Chesney he's not Luke Bryan he's not you know one of the big name guys he's probably had a few hits here and there so it was probably a huge deal and like being kicked off without really getting to even get like a chance to do it he probably took that way harder than most people would you know yeah yeah he's something's definitely going on there just like the power of social media man it's just like crazy because like as a celebrity you can't get away with anything Literally nothing. You know, like when, you know, back in the day, like you could blend into society at some points when like you weren't at events and whatever. Like now, like you're anywhere. Everyone has phones. All it takes is someone to take one picture of you and you can't like keep track of that 24 seven. Yeah. Um, Like then in like a second, like your career takes a plummet. It's like crazy. Yeah. It's, I would not wish it upon anyone. (laughs) I feel like being famous is not fun no in 2020 especially like no it's like are the perks even worth it at this point right (laughs) i don't even want the free things okay yeah literally (laughs) all right you more bravo drama right not drama news no this is exciting news so real housewives of new york has their first um african-american housewife her name is ebony k williams she is the host and executive producer of revolt black news and this is so exciting that for is the new so York franchise. exciting and i'm yeah. happy that they finally have announced a new housewife i felt like week after week they were like this person's fired this person quit this Literally. person left it's like okay finally we're yeah. back on the up it's like okay thanks we're getting yeah. numbers now not losing them yeah we need someone new. And I think she's friends with Leah, who was on the show. Mm-hmm. Or, like, they run in the same – she knew – they knew each other somehow. Or they're maybe around the same age or something. So it'll be nice – because New York has a lot of – I mean, they're all older. Like, right. I love them all. I'm obsessed with New York. It's my one of my favorite franchises. But they're all in their, like, 50s, 60s, 70s. So, like, Leah was on this season. And, like, this woman will now be on in their, like – maybe a little bit younger and like 
they go out and they're going to like drink and it's just going to be fun to watch. Right. It's going to be Not now like, like the oldies getting drunk. A little bit of youth finally. That is so exciting. Yeah. Um, yeah. Probably like so much more drama too, like pumped. Oh my God. I'm so excited. I just like waiting for next season patiently, you know? Yeah. It'll be here soon-ish, hopefully. I, I guess though we're going to have enough drama with the batch threat starting tomorrow. I know I am I feel like I don't really know what to expect because it's like not a usual season because like I know at some point Claire's dipping and then we kind of restart so I'm almost like I feel like it's going to be a fuckery until that restart happens and then I'm going to be like okay now it's like a regular season I know because she was on it for what 12 was it 12 weeks or 12 days 12 days I believe Okay, so, like, those are going to be the longest 12 days. Like, yeah. how – what is that going to be, two episodes maybe? I don't know. I don't know how they break that up. I mean – and I'm like, are they going to show an obvious, like, connection? Because, like, right. have you seen, like, the trailer where it's, like, the guys, it's, like, if what if all 15 of us walk out, what's she going to do? Have you, like, mm-hmm. seen that? So it's, like yeah. – like this is what I'm picturing like she's been with that same guy for five hours or something and like doesn't care and so all the guys get pissed and they're like I'm dipping like I don't like this is stupid or something and like they all literally confront her and they're like what are you doing do you want us to be here like we you know what I mean like and then as she finally like I'm literally just like creating this all in my head it's gonna be completely wrong she like runs up to the producers (laughs) and she's just like I love him and I'm marrying him I want everyone else to go and they're like, Claire, you signed up for this, honey, and this is your second time. You know we can't do that. And then she locks herself in her room for 24 hours. Okay. And they send everyone home. <laughs> I like your version. Thank you. Hopefully that's what Should happens. we take bats? Everyone. Yeah, you heard it here first, uncorked and unfiltered. That's how it's going to happen. If not, you didn't hear anything. Then that's, yeah. Then we just said we don't know what's happening. I'm curious. We don't know. I mean, we're going to have to watch. Yeah. Yeah. I hate we'll give the like first hot episode. I know. So I know. Too it's many so of them. Awkward. And I'm like, there's too many of them. I, I don't know. know who to focus on. Her dress is tragic. I was talking to our friend Tori from Ready to be Petty. And we were like, that dress is like insane. Like this is like the biggest reality show on TV right now. Did you see that freaking dress? Yeah. No, I completely messed up. What is going on with that dress? Hold on, let me get it. All right, guys, I'm going to like show it to her so we can get her blind reaction of this. (laughs) Fucking dead. Okay. Oh, no. Wait, let me get the full shot. There. No, there's more. Yep, there it is. Oh, my God. It's like friggin' mirrors. Yeah, it's like not cute. And I'm like, no, Claire. Claire, Claire, don't you have a professional stylist at this point? They should Come be on. fired. She does, and they, they need to be, be fired. fired immediately. I'm firing them right now. <laughs> Not a cute cut on you. No. You heard it here first. Um, but, okay, Woof. so speaking of Bachelor Nation, so TBT to that time, Hannah and um hannah brown and tyler i don't know his last name who cares quarantined together <laughs> and they like posted a video right and they like opened up about like what the hell was going on yeah do you want me to tell it yeah tell it okay so i guess 
this is kind of sad, but Tyler's mom had just passed away. Right. And Hannah's brother had just overdosed. And so they kind of reached out to each other because I guess they had left off on like a friendly-ish note. And um, once this happened, it kind of brought them together and they were like, we just wanted to be there for each other and support each other. Um, And just literally, they just wanted to be friends in this house and like, you know, whatever. Right. But I guess they started reading what people were posting about them on social media and they like fed into the pressure that was on them from that. And they completely let it get to them. And then by the end of the days that they were with each other, they just like hated each other. Like it got to the point where Tyler was literally ignoring her. And Hannah was like, I feel so uncomfortable because I'm in like his house with his friends and like his brothers or whatever. And he's not even talking to me. Like I'm just sitting here. So she left. She got a ride with like some random like friend that she doesn't, isn't even really close with. Cause she wasn't going to fly or anything like that. Stranger danger. And, yeah. And um I guess they hadn't they didn't talk to each other for a while. They kind of just separated themselves and they've um come back and they're trying to work on being friends again, but no relationship or anything, just solely like being friends. So they were hooking up during quarantine? No. No. They, weren't they the- said nothing. Mm. Allegedly. Allegedly nothing. They this is where though I get a little bit like really because they even said like we were sleeping in the same bed but like we would just cuddle like there was nothing ever happened right no way right I know I just they must have made some sort of a pact and they would just they must have just said let's just leave it at the friends thing if we give them even like a nibble they're gonna freaking attack so Unless we're going to, like, date, date, let's just leave it that we're friends. Because think about it. What were they really going to say? Like, yeah, we, like, hooked up. Like, that's Yeah, like 20 times. Yeah. Nothing ever came of it. Every single night we definitely had sex, but it was cuddling. It was adult cuddling. (laughs) It just, yeah, I I didn't really believe that party there, but I was like, okay. Like, why are you down there, girl? You're not down there unless at the end of the night you're getting some. I'm sorry. There's no way. I just don't know. <laughs> they were. I just am like so like you're you're you think I'm a fool. Like come on, come on. Is that corked and unfiltered? You're not corked and filtered here. And uh, I'm just gonna say there's no way you didn't uncork a bottle of wine, get a little bit fucked up, and unfilter your, your pants body. off. Right. Okay. <laughs> you clearly did. Yeah, you sleeping in the same bed. Come on. What did you put a pillow barrier between the two of you? I mean, are we five? She's like, I did actually. We did. I did. I did. Okay. Bullshit. Uh, all right. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, we'll see. I'll keep a, we'll keep a watch on them. Yeah, but. we'll see. We'll see. Even the fact that they're talking about it and they're like posting that video, it's like just date. Literally, just what are you try. Doing? Just do it. You have yeah, no one throw else me a bone. Clear. You have no one else, clearly. Right. Right. All right. Well, I guess everyone enjoy the Bachelorette tomorrow, um, which will mm-hmm. be today, which is the day when we, we posted it. Post this, yeah. Yeah. But enjoy the Bachelorette on um, October 13th. <laughs> right. And um, um, we'll do some like hot takes when we think it's appropriate. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. some insta lives perhaps for sure um everyone have an amazing week mm-hmm. stay hydrated and uh 
drink a fuck ton of wine. Bye guys. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. It's Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. It's Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important.